Hot con, hot con, hot cons. <laughs> What's up, everyone, and welcome back to Hot Con. I'm your host, Haley Hoff, and this is a podcast about what is hot in the culture. Today, I have a very fun episode for you guys. I'm very excited to share it with you. I have Connor Ulrich Miller joining from the Department of Hot as a representative for skincare culture. What do you think about that intro? (laughs) Connor is a co-owner, co-founder of the company Wiselens. And you probably recognize the name Wiselens because Wiselens is a sponsor of this episode. Wiselens is the first sponsor I've had of this podcast, which is really special, really incredible, makes me feel loved and supported, makes me feel amazing. So I want to give them a shout out just in general for that. But also in regards to Connor, he's been a great support of, of this podcast. And so has his partner, Lucas Miller, and I'm a big fan of theirs. So I wanted to bring Connor on the episode to talk about their company to talk about skincare because that's a world that I don't know much about, but I'm getting a little bit more into. And since I'm promoting their products here, I wanted to kind of dive into that world and share about share a bit about their road to entrepreneurship, to creating a business in this world and this economy that's sustainable and queer owned and queer focused. We have a really fun conversation that kind of goes all over the place as it does here in Hot Con. Tune in, stay stay tuned in, stay here because this is a fun one and I hope you enjoy Connor. something that we should do right now is like have a proper introduction but how fun that we just like picked up so easily that's so nice and I kind of had a feeling that we would so it's nice to formally meet you through the screen it's been years of me knowing of you and literally watching you on Instagram and like seeing you and I feel I like I know you guys but it's so crazy that I just don't um yeah so thank you for coming on the pod and getting to know each other. This is so nice. Oh my gosh, of course. And I know you, and you kind of hinted that that this in the Gemini thing through Lucas. And I was just talking to Lucas about this, and he's like, "Oh, Haley and I go back to 2013." <laughs> yeah. Okay, I was gonna ask if he. I'm so curious what he no. remembers about our story because it's yeah, yeah. it's a small connection, but I like no, I, know of I, my memory of him so clearly that I wonder if he does too. Well, I, I just realized that I was like, oh, I've never asked him. And Lucas and I have been together. It'll be nine years next wow. May. Um, so yeah, eight and a half years. Um, and I've so there's rarely a time where it's like oh tell me like that story or tell me yeah. like about this person <laughs> and he goes oh we met at <laughs> an at an ad conference in yeah. like Tucson or Phoenix Arizona or something Phoenix yeah <laughs> and he goes it was like for all like the ad clubs and 
at the universities or whatever like yeah. we're working on like a case study blah 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 and I like met uh her and she was we connected and stayed in touch like on Instagram and then yeah. his aside was <laughs> it oh, was God. a bunch <laughs> I'm so nervous <laughs> oh no okay so this is why I get in trouble because I like Lucas is like so stoic and like yeah. close to the chest and I'm yeah. like talk shit <laughs> and he goes <laughs> and he goes yeah it was just like a bunch of like douchebag ad guys who thought they were important being assholes to us <laughs> and i was like <laughs> and i was like Ooh, yeah that's had pretty great today <laughs> oh my god i'm obsessed with that yeah i mean here's what i clicked immediately i remember checking into the hotel and this is when i was coming to terms with my gayness so 2013 i was not out yet but was realizing i mm -hmm. am definitely into mm -hmm. girls um and I clocked Lucas the second I walked in. <laughs> he was so cute and dressed so well. And I was immediately like, who is that guy? Like, I just wanted to be his friend the second I saw him. And then Dang. he was so fucking good at the conference. We got to watch his team perform and he was the speaker. And I was like, mm. I'm obsessed with that guy. Like, I just knew, I think I clocked the gay thing. I clocked his fashion. <laughs> I clocked his confidence. Yeah. And I was like, I am going to leave this thing with a friend a new friend and it's only gonna be mm -hmm. him. um and i don't think we actually connected connected like there wasn't really a moment where we truly like hung out and chatted yeah. i think i just at the end was like can i have your instagram i like want to stay in touch virtual friends yeah yeah the good old days <laughs> of instagram right 2013 i mean honestly that conference was crazy it was just a bunch of seniors in college getting together and partying we okay. had like one day of work and then it was like a week of being at this fancy hotel and like being um, drunk and mingling okay. so mm -hmm. I, I remember let me tell you this it was the the era of robin thick's blurred lines and <laughs> I know exactly this, <laughs> yeah. was it the summer yes and it was oh, no. so hot in phoenix and we were all in the pool just like wasted and singing and dancing to that song this was the wrecking ball summer and we can't mm. stop summer right yes, was yes, this one miley yes, yes. <laughs> uh, i was a An incredible mentor. summer yeah i was like a peer mentor for like some science thing um and so uh, <laughs> i would try to get all of like the 18 year old kids who were that just there before freshman year um before they went to college uh -huh. um, i was their peer mentor at this like science thing and i would get them all to listen to like we can't stop and wreck amazing and I <laughs> amazing like this is all we're listening to this, this is the culture children wake up <laughs> i know i know and was it is it yeah it could have been it was it was for us <laughs> i mean and when us. i say us i mean the gays that's that was the Literally. summer i came out and miley was a huge part of which is like so lame to say, but so Summer real. 2013. Where would have I been? Yeah, yeah, I feel like I was, I was, well, so I went to the University of Minnesota. And so, oh, okay. you know, well, you don't know because you met Lucas in Arizona, but he, uh, we're both like Michigan. We are not both Michigan people. We are both Midwest people. Okay. Um, and he's from Michigan. I'm from Minnesota. And we, I grew up in rural right. Minnesota. And he grew up in, in kind of rural Michigan. More, me, more agriculture. Him, kind of like the auto working uh, part of the wow. Okay, interesting. Uh, Michigan. Yeah. So very like blue collar like backgrounds. Yeah, Americana. Uh, mm -hmm. Exactly. Which is like kind of put a pin in that but that's like very much like the inspiration for like Wiselands right and like mm. the vision for Wiselands like a queer Americana meets like a luxury like beauty moment um yeah 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 and and so yeah I was I went I to the University that. of Minnesota and in 2013 yeah I would I think 
between like 2012 and probably 2014, I think I was coming out to like, you know, there's like your best friends you come out to. And that was like probably like 2012. And then it was like the family that, you know, like might be okay. And I was like very fortunate to be in college. I was very fortunate to be like independent, like in terms of like finances and all of that. Like once I was like 19, I was kind of just on my own. And so I like had a lot more power um, and independence, like make that decision. Right. Mm -hmm. And then gradually just like family and then the world, whatever, as Mm -hmm. it like, (laughs) as that I mean, I think, yeah, same exact transition. 2012 to 2014 Mm -hmm. was a slow ball Mm -hmm. of coming out. So, yeah. But, like, I I was, like, even closeted, like, in Minnesota at, like, Mm. works, in, like, work Mm. settings. I remember, like, not talking about that till, like, 2017 when I was, like, in L.A. um, working. Yeah. Um, Because it was, like, (laughs) very, like, not great. (laughs) What kind of industry were you working in at that time? So I'm a science girly. Oh, really? Um, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. So I'm a scientist. Um, and so I studied biology. And I, after cool. college, I went and um, I went to work in basically the research lab at the University of Minnesota. So I did stem cell research, focusing mostly on like diabetes and tissue engineering and then like cancer wow. uh, therapies. Um, so I did that from like literally like sophomore year to like 2017 when I moved to LA. Cool. Uh, yeah, wow. Yeah. I knew that, I know your Instagram bio says science in it. No, I know, no, I'm actually a scientist. But I didn't know that you were like that <laughs> level of scientist. That's crazy. Like how cool and you different from anything I know anything about. So let's yeah, get into the it, science. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, that's like when Lucas and I met in 2015, we always giggled because he's like, oh, yeah, your like title was junior scientist. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And, was, um, yeah. and yeah, so I worked for the University of Minnesota just for like a couple different uh, professors doing different types of research. And so like, yeah, it's like you're in like a university, like academic environment, but you're also still like in like Minnesota, like before like marriage equality was like passed right. and all that shit. Right. right? And so that was like when we moved to LA, that was like the biggest thing was also, why am I talking about coming out? I haven't even like thought or talked about this in so long. Um, um, don't worry. I want to know. This is, a, <laughs> this is a, exactly what I want this podcast to be about science and you coming out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so random. So specific. Well, yeah, I, I remember when I was like interviewing for jobs, uh, like in late 2016, early 2017, this had to have been, um, I was like, okay, like I'm going to be like out at work Yeah. <laughs> and well, like, and I was confident enough where I was like, I can like, I can take the, cause you like, know, you like know people and you can like see it on yeah. their face. And so you can, I'm like, I can like take this and like, I'm like powerful enough in like my mm. career and whatnot to be like, well, if this person like cringes when I say it, then it's like, see you later. But like, right. if not, it right. could be like an asset because it could like help me connect. Totally. I, I think that's totally fair. I feel it's a different thing to come out in your workplace, especially if it's a workplace that's a little bit more stiff. I feel like I have been lucky in that most of my work experiences have been very, not casual, but art focused, creative focused. Um, my personality is always like a part of my role in some way or another. And so like me being my authentic self is like kind of crucial to what I'm doing. And I, I'm grateful for that, but I have stepped yeah. into spaces where that hasn't felt totally true. And it's, you, I can feel myself kind of small, 
smalling down mm-hmm. and just kind mm-hmm. of putting up walls. And so I can imagine in a science lab or like a place where people are, I just, I don't picture science labs being as um, enmeshed <laughs> as yeah. like a small ad agency is. Yeah, no, it's very, it's a different like type of culture too. And like, honestly, it was more of like about me probably than like the environment around me. Cause I think at that point, like I was living in Minneapolis, like I had the support and like everything, but it was like about like taking like that risk or being vulnerable, quote unquote. Yeah. And just like, also you, you hear, <laughs> I don't know, like, I think like throughout your like your entire life you hear people like talk about like you before coming out and you hear people like talk about you after coming out and so it's like it's easy to be like I'm not coming out to these like people because I've heard you talk about gay people and people like who are maybe a little bit different and so I think that's also a lot of it where it's like okay nah I'm 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 cool (laughs) well you know that's also that language just goes all the way back to the bible bc and ac you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's that's what it it is after coming out yeah I'm actually that's something I would be interested to go home and like ask my parents what they think it might be a scary Mm -hmm. conversation but Mm -hmm. interesting Mm -hmm. okay I love knowing that about you because it does paint a story about you know, how do you get from Minnesota science labs to LA and then to California in general to be making a queer sustainable skincare brand? Like that is a journey that your queerness, your gayness, your coming outness plays a role in, right? Like you wouldn't be doing wise lens in the way that you're doing it if that if you weren't gay. So mm-hmm. let's talk mm-hmm. about that. Let, let's get into the wise lens of it all and say how how did you guys come up with the concept and why did you come up with the concept and maybe just tell me like how how it started yeah um well i think to like even start it was like okay i mean we can go back to like that like 2015 2016 2017 time period like lucas and i are like fairly new together and Mm -hmm. he wanted to he's like you said he's like very very talented and he um um and he wanted to move to LA and I was like what the fuck like why (laughs) (laughs) I like and not like I was like poo-pooing on it it was like more so that like my I come from like a family farm uh like yeah I grew up on like the family like sugar beet farm and like Mm. the soybean farm in like a town outside of like a town of like 700 people and so like my world of possibility was a lot different or like my vision of possibility like the first like gay person that I like really intellectualized outside of like Kathy Griffin's like my life of the d-list like in the early (laughs) 2000s which is like truly my bible incredible reference yeah yeah like that's my that was like my reference to like queerness at a young age and then like the next thing it was like Adam Lambert but it was like Adam Lambert wasn't he wasn't even gay until they put his ass on Rolling Stone after the competition and they put a snake between his legs and like that was like that was like i forget that he wasn't out when he was on the show Mm -hmm. and so that which is wild (laughs) which is wild one just like (laughs) i literally like saw him like six weeks ago in like a gay bar or at like not even a gay bar where were we i don't even know we were at some party and i was like that's funny that's Adam Lambert. <laughs> and then I was thinking back, I'm like, oh, Connor. <laughs> yeah, and I just Connor. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. 
Oh, that's funny. What a okay. So those are two really interesting. Kathy Griffin. Yeah, for, I mean, it was Kathy Griffin, Adam Lambert, and then like True Blood. That's like my mm. gayness. Um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. like, uh, and oh my gosh, the great like line chef in True Blood. Yeah, I can't. I can't think um, of uh, their name. They passed away though. Yes, um, Lafayette. Lafayette. I was like, oh. Um, yeah. And so yeah, so a lot of it was Lucas going back to we moved out to LA. Lucas was like, I like have bigger dreams. I have big ideas of like what I want my life to be yeah. and what I like can build. And he also like comes from a similar background with like not a lot of like vision or like possibility for like what he could like achieve, especially mm-hmm. like as like a queer adult. Yeah. Um. And so I was like, okay, cool. And that's kind of where I got in the beauty industry. I was like, I need to leave academia. I need to like not be in research. It's like, yeah, it was not as dynamic as I needed it to be. I needed to be like communal and have community and uh, versus stare at like a plate of like Petri dishes, which is like, (laughs) was my, like literally my specialty was growing stem cells in Petri dishes and transforming them into things. Um, wow, and so, so interesting. So yeah, I ended up getting a job at Jessica Alba's Honest Beauty. Um, mm. And so I worked for, yeah, I worked for the Honest Company, uh, developing like her, well, I literally developed like her cleaning products, her like personal care baby products. And then like I ended doing her like beauty line. So wow. that was kind of where I was like, oh, this is really fun. I can do the product development side of it, like the technical side, but then I also can like work with like a creative vision and a creative idea right. and like a value set. And I was like, huh, this is like a cool way to apply like science. And then yeah, from there I was like, okay, I want to like keep going. I like am really motivated by like understanding this industry and also like demystifying like what's on the shelves in every single grocery store from like where I'm from to like these like massive Mm. like targets in LA yeah and I was like oh this is cool like I was I was putting product in like yeah like the targets and the Costco's and the Walgreens and like Europe and the U.S. and I was like oh that's like really fun I'm like and my mind being like a Gemini and Virgo just like kept buzzing and so I ended up getting another opportunity to work for a Korean beauty company. And so mm. um, I worked in San Francisco and then Seoul, Korea with the team and developed Whoa. beauty products for like Ulta and Sephora. And Whoa. so cool. that's what I did before the pandemic. And, okay. um, and so that's kind of how it, we brought us to Wiseland's as the pandemic happened, everything stopped. And I was like, okay, I've been in this industry now a minute i have like understanding from like a technical background i've also now worked with like retailers like sephora or alta or target to like the big boys uh, yeah the big boys and i was like what could i like do to like basically like build more equity and build like a bigger like path of possibility for like Mm -hmm. not only me but also like other like queer people or uh people who might feel like on the margins or a little bit like othered um, sure. because just like a, through that whole experience of working, like for like the cream beauty company or working for Jessica Alba's company, you, I started to see like where the restraints are in terms of like the industry, like how, how can we like take this whole idea of these like big companies and these big stores and like bring it back to like the simple things of like, okay, yeah. we know where our ingredients are from. We know who's making our product. We know who's shooting the creative. We know who's making the packaging we know. And we like 
own it all completely. We don't yeah. have venture capitalists and giving us millions of dollars to like develop an idea. We don't have uh, a trust fund doing it. It's like, okay, let's just like see if we can do it. So mm-hmm. that was like my idea. That was literally just in like 20, late 2020. Um, I talked to Lucas and I talked to my uh, co-founder, our other co-founder, Rachel, who's like a designer. And I was like, Hey, this is like my idea. I think like we can do it and just like, give me a few months. I can like come yeah. up with product and I'll like come up with my business. And that was kind of where it all started. Cool. Um, a lot of it was out of frustration. And so I was like, well, guess what? Like, we're going to try to do it entirely like our own with like our friends and the people that we like care about and yeah. be like an honest representation authentic representation of what like queerness can look like and mm-hmm. also like going back to like adam lambert or like <laughs> kathy griffin it's like showing the possibility of like um successful happy fulfilled like queerness yeah. in adulthood like there's not a lot of yeah. that um and so that's definitely like where it all started from and now we're we're about to be two years old. <laughs> it's been yeah. less than two years. That's crazy. In my mind, it feels like it's been longer, but these last couple of years are so hard to actually Literally. understand time. So that makes sense that it's a little disjointed. But I feel like, to me, someone who's not super aware of the skincare world, the, the mm-hmm. beauty world, um, I don't think I've seen anything like Wiselands in the branding mm-hmm. and the queer messaging and the sustainable messaging all in one thing at all. Like I have no other reference for a company that feels similar to me. So that stands out in my mind as someone who does like to look for queer owned businesses or companies that at least have values that speak to queer people, mm-hmm. have values that speak to sustainability. I don't know. Like I said, I haven't I'm not someone that pays attention to the market that you're in, Mm -hmm. but I really do feel ever since becoming aware of your products that they stand out like majorly. And even if I didn't know of you guys, I would see them on the, on the online, I would see them in a store and be excited to buy them based off of the information that's available right away in the advertising Mm -hmm. and in the details on the actual products. So I feel like blown away. (laughs) Honestly, and, and I've been using your products for, I mean, maybe probably a couple almost, of years. Yeah, like I had. Well, I, we sent you stuff before launch because we were yeah. trying to do a, like a little right. like collab when we launched, and we were just like, oh, we don't have enough like capacity to land this yeah. land. Yeah, totally. And that was it, that's okay. Projects like that are still so fulfilling and fun just to be asked to participate. Yeah. And you, I was so excited. The very first um, flyer, not flyer, but like beautiful yeah. postcard, essentially. I had it on my wall in my office for two mm. years because I just, I'm Thank like, you. it's it's sexy, it's beautiful. I'm obsessed with the creative. So talk to me more about that side. Is that yeah. still you or is that Lucas or is that somebody no, else? No, that's, that's, um, that is our like incredible team. And so that's me, uh, Lucas, uh, who's my husband. I don't know if we've said that yet, but I hope people. <laughs> yeah, we've definitely um, been implying. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, our, um, Rachel. And so Rachel is actually lives in LA. And so Rachel and oh. Lucas were uh, old writer, art director, or writer, designer, art director-ish oh, partners okay. uh, back in like 2017. And so they worked together for years. And, um, 
and yeah and so she has such a, like a design eye and has such like I don't I'd hate to say taste but she has such like great taste yeah. and great references and like from typography to like design and branding like it's <laughs> it's funny because like working working on the back end and like seeing like what brands do typically because most people just are like hey I want to start a brand. Okay. They go yeah. pitch it to a venture capitalist. They give them like a few million dollars. They go to an agency and they say, Hey, make me a product. And then right. they go to like a manufacturer and the manufacturer like pumps out the product for them. Like all done. That's most brands, mm. 99% of them. And what was cool with us is like, well, I can do the product. I can like formulate like Walter White and like my gear. And like Lucas is a brilliant <laughs> like advertising strategist and, um, and then Rachel is just like a brilliant creative in so many respects. Yeah. She calls herself a designer, but um, I'm like, do you think you like want to take a stab at packaging? And she's like, no, I can't. I can't. I was like, Rachel, you absolutely can. Yeah. And so, yeah, we did it. And we, the fortunate thing is we kind of had like, it was the pandemic. And so we right. would just have these long meetings and we'd uh, like, laugh and we'd like get frustrated and then I'd be like okay but budget like budget because we're a small business and yeah right and we would just like iterate and the cool thing is is we like didn't take any like venture capital funding or take take any investments we did it all like with like self-funding or like family um in terms of like literally it's like the four of us owning it (laughs) so it's like a family-owned business um and we were like okay cool we don't like have to like pay back anybody we don't have to do anything let's just like iterate until we get it right and that's kind of been the thesis of the brand creatively and then on a product side too it's just keep iterating yeah and so I just I said Rachel Lucas like if we could do anything and articulate anything in a vision I go I want it to like echo our Midwest roots because I want it to feel like that queer Americana of like a new possibility of like blue collarness or like a vision of queerness that like isn't mm-hmm. typically explored in media or whatnot yeah um, that's more a little raw and authentic and I'm like let's like and let's build it like what do you want to build because this is our chance to build mm-hmm. and so yeah we put all our brains together and came up with like the packaging and a lot of like the branding that we do with our models I mean I think every single model we shoot has been like a member of like the LGBTQ community yeah. our photographers are um, are just so like talented and they're often like shooting on film just to like kind of echo back to like yeah. the non-digital things and then digital when when we do shoot on that it's like minimal retouching it's natural lighting mm-hmm. um it's I don't even like saying like our whole brand guide and I'm whatever I love it. But... I'm, I'm eating it up I I can feel that I, it's interesting though I didn't realize before you've said it the midwestern focus but it totally makes sense to me now that that's what yeah. that is yeah it's it's hard too in the beginning when starting a brand right you only especially when you don't have a brand with big buckets of money behind it you yeah. have like a specific message that you can share and say over and over again and so articulating like hi we're a queer, queer brand but we're also like a luxury skincare brand but we're also yeah. like have these like very high aspirations of editorial like midwest yeah. like blue collar vibes it's going to come through. It's just a matter of when and like at what level and at what platform it comes through. And I think that's like the really fun part is we have like, we have a really big vision for the brand. Um, Mm. And like, I don't know, like we're, we do, we like don't even 
talk about like our sustainability and like our that type of stuff as much because we know that's going to be table stakes and so we're like our Mm. but all every single one of our ingredients is biodegradable when like most like raw materials in your formulas are derived from petrochemicals or like crude oil um most of most of our oils like are organic and it's we're using like preservatives that like are probiotic based or plant-based versus like the ones like there's literally formulas (laughs) in drugstores that have formaldehyde donors in their Mm. formula so you like know what like hearts in like a lab are like preserved him it's formaldehyde and so they literally released like formaldehyde over time to keep the formula fresh (laughs) oh my god okay and it's like and so there's like all this like very interesting storytelling that like we've tucked away in the brand but like we're like a baby brand like trying to like hit above our weight and so we're very just like okay right now like yeah we're like a queer brand that's sustainable luxury but once we get a little bit more budget and like the right retail partner like our creative is gonna be it's gonna be so fun so I appreciate you saying that because in my head I like all I see is like what I it haven't been able to articulate due to budget and due to like yeah of course we I put every like every sale that we make like I we reinvested into the brand right or yeah um and so yeah I'm so glad that and I really appreciate it coming from you who like has such a brand design strategy but more so like overall just like taste level i appreciate that um thank you that's kind yeah i mean it's it's a sexy 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 brand it really is and everybody i show has that same reaction of like whoa like this is hot like these photos are so hot like (laughs) i'm like it makes you want to just like lather yourself up and also since you guys have been a sponsor thank you very much my my first of of the pod i've had a few friends buy your products and then afterwards reach out and tell me how much they love it so i that also feels fun for me because i feel invested in you guys and yeah the people are loving it so no i I, appreciate that and also like just sorry to cut you off i just your audience and i don't a lot of like wisens is too it's building like authentic community and authentic relationships like and so like I don't know you've you're a lot of the people probably who listen to this podcast are familiar with like the influencer game and the review right. game and like the paid right. advertising game and so it's just like it's so cool and to like be able to like sponsor podcasts like this and like help like reach a wider audience with like your community who's like so plugged in and so engaged and so like interested um that it like isn't actually it's actually like a real connection and we were like so yeah we got like so many nice notes and just like literally random emails from people who like listen to the podcast and were like oh my god i listened i love it it sounds so great thank you i'm gonna <laughs> oh. order right now and i'm like okay. <laughs> cute oh that makes me okay, happy hot you have, like, fans. <laughs> L- literally like got emails and I, I just realized i don't know if i responded to them but thank you oh my gosh yeah if you're listening thank you i mean that's so sweet and i feel like you know even with this podcast just to bounce off what you're saying there is like I have huge aspirations for what I would love my future to yeah. be. Ten years down the line, I would love to be doing this full time. I mean, honestly, I'd like to do that now. But, you know, I'm not a famous person that has a lot of clout yet. I'm not something like that, that, you know, mm-hmm. people start podcasts when they already have a career and they this is a secondary thing. I'm trying to, like, 
build this as my career and trying to figure mm-hmm. out what my who am I and why is that valuable to people but it is cool every once in a while when I hear from somebody that like they are connecting with what I'm saying because it gets I get pretty jaded especially because there's a million podcasts mm-hmm. right now like why would anybody listen to this random girl from Reno talking about God knows what in the culture <laughs> not you <know>? Reno <laughs> yeah I know everyone's like Reno <laughs> But it's cool in like moments like that when like there is something I can see that is valuable coming from this. And if whether that's supporting a friend or supporting yeah. you know, a, a belief or just getting the word out about something, it's really mm-hmm. fun. So no, I'm, thank you. I'm glad those have come together in that way. I have a couple skincare questions. Yes, please. I okay, so I was talking to my girlfriend this morning because she's really into skincare and has been mm-hmm. for a long time. And she had this question that I thought was really great. So this is from her. What is better in your opinion and i'm talking to you as a professional here a professional mm-hmm. skincare daddy um literally is it better to have a consistent routine every day where you do the same thing in the morning and night or is it better to have higher quality products and like use them intermittently or less that's a great question and so this kind of goes into both like my personal philosophy which bleeds into like the wiseland's philosophy and so i think like less is more um and this will kind of come into like what i'm not into later um and so i think less is more can apply to so many different avenues of like your skincare journey but i think like start with like the obvious less products you want in my opinion, you want less products. Your skin is a living, breathing organism or organ. Mm-hmm. You're an organism. Yeah. Um, and it is really savvy at maintaining its health and its barrier and its uh, skin barrier. And so mm-hmm. remember that a lot of times, like, the, I, I think right now, especially in the skincare industry, there's a lot of overemphasis on a high percentage of actives or high percentage of, uh, or high number of products like in your routine when in reality i think about it from like a scientific perspective every single one of those products has what between 20 and 50 different ingredients in it right so you do that times six that's a a hundreds of different things (laughs) that you're putting on your face right in term that could potentially irritate it i'm not saying it will irritate it i'm just saying are everything that's like around us could be a potential irritant right and so Mm -hmm. my thing is less is more why like risk it let's use less products so that's the first thing use less products and then my and then the second thing is i don't think the expensive products necessarily are always the ones that are the best products uh Mm. there's so many drugstore products i love drugstores like a cvs or like a walgreens or a rite aid or even like the ulta like mass section or the target skincare um Okay, that's great to know. There's so many good products. And I would just look for things that kind of are, have shorter ingredient lists, or maybe just like are very clear in what they do. Oftentimes, if it's like a lot of like mumble, like about marketing and blah, 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 this, this, and this, like, just go to the back, kind of like you're like reading a, buying a bottle of orange juice. That's like how I shop for skincare. It's like, okay, is this orange juice like actually like squeezed or is it like with pumped with like high fructose corn syrup yeah, and like yeah, yeah. sunny delight right you know what i mean right because there's like squeezed orange juice and sunny delight the same thing in skincare and so there's like some really great brands too especially in target 
and Alta recently that like are and Sephora always has like uh, great uh, brands too, but that really you could use and would be good for your skin. Um, so I would just use less products and consistency. The biggest thing is just making sure when you're dirty, washing your face and when you're not right. dirty, like don't over, like don't scrub your face. If you like didn't do anything yeah. for the past six hours, it's, it's yeah. really right. I think right now we get so rigid in how we think about skin care and care when in reality it's like, oh no, it's like eating a meal or it's like just yeah. doing like a nightly like care routine. Just do like the minimum to care for your skin and keep it help happy and healthy and like going in the right direction. But I think oftentimes like a lot of those products like can just overwhelm your skin, irritate your skin, yeah. make your skin like dry or bumpy. Um, and then oftentimes it's counteracting like why are you using it in the beginning? That makes so much sense. I'm a basic bitch when it comes to my my skin. Same. I actually, before meeting my girlfriend, didn't really have a routine at all. I just washed my face with water. <laughs> and um, yeah, that was fine. I feel like I never, I mean, as in high school, I had a ton of acne. But since I've been. Yeah. Um, actually, my, my skin has cleaned up so much just even the last few years. But now that I have your guys' products and my girlfriend's influence, she has taught me some stuff, but yeah, I'm still very basic. And I, mm -hmm. I watch a lot of these like influencer videos and TikToks, especially Gen Z. It seems like they're really into mm -hmm. intense skincare routine videos. Mm -hmm. And I watch them and I'm like, oh my God, one, who has the time to do like a 45 mm -hmm. step routine every day? And two, mm -hmm. how do they look so good doing it? I like, when I wash my face, I, I look like an infant that's just been born and I'm like covered in fluid and I'm like, literally. Wah! <laughs> like how do people look cute but and that's a separate discussion but yeah i'm also just like it seems like it's almost become this like fuel for content that people mm. are like creating all these steps and doing all these things because it's like an easy way to make videos and maybe that's just mm -hmm. my content brain being like too markety thinking about it but it's fascinating i'm like can we all just like take it down a notch i don't know yeah it's all like more, give me more, give me more, give me more yeah. like products, like newness, like right. clothing. And it's like a $7 sheen shirt or like, <laughs> I expect my beauty, <laughs> like, I expect, <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to come that hard. <laughs> um, um, or like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I expect like my skincare brand to come out with like 10 products this year because like yeah. I need to try a new one every month. I'm like, I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna get so much hate for saying all this but I'm just like I don't I don't get it and it's like also when I think about just a generation as a whole and I think about like their like value set and like what they like yeah. to like present it's like it's like overconsumption is like what they're doing mm. but they want to present that they're like not and that's yeah. not just them but that's like our whole society and I think right, right. now I'm just very aware of that because it's like it's just like instant culture and it's like more is more and yeah well um, i think it's that idea of like wanting to introduce people to the new trend wanting to introduce people to the new thing but it's like it that is capitalism and it's it's more 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 mentality capitalism mm -hmm. in, in america americanism really like i'm mm -hmm. always wanting more and the new mm -hmm. thing and materialism and it's interesting it's like i want to see a tutorial on someone who is like doing the bare minimum but like thriving like that's yeah. that's the culture yeah. i'm trying to be a part of <laughs> yeah yeah i don't 
I think that it might just be like the content. I don't know. It's like the worm or the snakes eating its tail right now. And it's, mm. it's kind of, and I'm like seeing it from like a corporate level too. It's, yeah. it's, it's like, that's where the trends are on TikTok, And then it's like motivating, like more like overdevelopment. And then it's motivating like more like non like necessary, like product development, which then it's yeah. like just contributing to like, I don't know. That's a big thing about Wisens is just like our sustainability, like values. And, um, it just is all, it's like a vicious cycle and it's like, you have to like jump off the train and I'm, yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm yeah, I'm just disheartened by a lot of like the younger generation too. Cause I was just like th- expected them to be like, Oh, this is stupid. But instead they seem to be like, I don't know, like loving, like, I don't know, kind of like how uh, our generation like loved like Zara and like <laughs> that type of thing. It's yeah. like, they're like, they like love like fast beauty and I don't know. Yeah, interesting. That's that's something that I'm not as aware of. But I, when I was in high school, I literally didn't even know that foundation. <laughs> I didn't know about foundation. Like I was going to school with big zits. Like I knew that it existed, but I didn't. You know, it wasn't a part of my world at all to like think about how much focus these youths are spending on their. Also, let's just talk about like 13 year old girls now. Like I was just at a soccer game the angel city soccer game last weekend and there was these two girls that were probably 12 13 sitting next to me (laughs) fully snatched their skin glowing makeup like you can't believe (laughs) their outfits i was like oh my god are they 12 or are they 26 because it's freaking me out that like 12 year olds look like that and like i'm sure they've got a whole skincare routine that like a million products (laughs) it's wild i was just like it truly is go home and wash your face and like let your hair down like we don't need that from you (laughs) it's hard to even make like a fair comparison because we didn't even have like a cam. my nokia phone didn't have a camera (laughs) i know know. like i didn't have even like a laptop to like look at myself right i would steal my dad's um, camcorder like huge video camera sometimes and record (laughs) myself dancing but like not cute (laughs) no i had 25 text messages a month that i could send And, and like they were to like my like the goalie of the girls hockey team aka like <laughs> my beard <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah That's i remember cute. yeah mm-hmm. goalie I, of a hockey team is a great beard uh, to have camouflage phone case for my nokia cute i'm <laughs> i'm still to this day jealous i never had a nokia oh i had I had Nokia and then I switched to the Samsung slider. And then mm. when Bono's razor red flip phone for for <laughs> AIDS <Bono>. awareness came <laughs> came popping. Oh, okay, activist. I bought that. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I love that. <laughs> See, I was for, for for the community, even yeah. at that age. For the know? gays from a young age. <laughs> I mean, incredible. <laughs> The way that that red, the company red, had an impact on me too. I was like, anytime there was yes. something that was red, I was like, I'm getting the red one. <laughs> I know. What was that about? <laughs> it like reminds me of the Livestrong bracelets. It was just like this moment of culture where it was like, okay, I wait. Speaking that. of Livestrong, he's on Big Brother right now, isn't he? Lance Armstrong. Okay, Lance Armstrong is on some reality show right oh. now. I have no idea. I'm gonna. I'm googling Lance Armstrong reality show. Oh my god! And some oh, gay stars was like, on I, Mars. Whatever that is. Some like. 
I know oh. what that one is because Tom Schwartz Tom from Schwartz. Vanderpump. Yes, I just was like, oh, wait, this is the one. That... Wait, I wanted to watch this because of Tom no, Schwartz. No, no. I'll, I'll give you better things to watch on Bravo that will make you so much happier. Real quick, what's your read on Tom Schwartz? Do we like? Do we hate? Tom Schwartz is from a suburb of Minnesota where all of my college roommates are from. Oh, wow. Um, I think that he is a... A big time. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna do a, a, a societal diagnosis on him. Please um, do. I, Let's go. I think that he is, in a way, um, suffering from what a lot of straight white men are suffering from, and that's their avoidance of their feelings and their yeah. reality and their softness yeah. and their femininity. And um, yeah, I think that he's a dark asshole mm -hmm. um within but i think that if he would just lean into like yeah it a little bit he'd be being like softer nicer he could like express himself but i think he's yeah. like very much has that like troubled. straight male like yeah. hard like troubled where like okay you're like troubles like just like talk through your fucking troubles like right. everybody has a fucking trouble like ooh, right i'll show you 10 of them Address in my pocket it. I know I, there, I have a soft spot for him for some reason out of all the men on the cast, which I mean, granted, they're all kind of, <laughs> that's not hard to do. Like he's like the puppy dog that looks lost, but like bites everybody, you know? And it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I feel that he is someone that needs to go to therapy and be with himself a little bit and be open to being himself. And then he'd actually probably yeah. be a pretty lovely guy, but he is like, Mm -hmm. he's playing a character yes and it's it's a version of what he thinks is like a good guy exactly and it's actually turned him into like the biggest asshole on the show i mean besides yeah. sandoval but yeah it's like yeah not a yeah. good look yeah literally um i saw they just wrapped uh mm -hmm. yesterday season or this week sorry season so, 11 remind me you, didn't you like jump into scandoval like yes. eat first without any previous no so i wanted to watch scandoval so i um to do my scandoval research i started at the, oh, at good, the jump good. and did of all course. of it in like three weeks i had covid for 10 days and i binged that shit like you cannot believe and guess what yeah the most exciting thing about this is that two weeks after i finished my oh, binge, you saw Hmm, I saw sorry. them all. I saw them all out. Yes. Yep. 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 And yep. hung I think out we were texting about with Ariana. Them. Ariana. Yeah. We got. I got to hug her. I got to Proud hang with her. I made her. I made her laugh, which for me was like, uh, I was floating, you know. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but it felt really like a nice reward after my insane binge to like get to hang out with them. <laughs> yeah. Um. Of course. And they're also just like, <laughs> it's literally like me or you in like West Hollywood. Right. Like... <laughs> I'm like live down the street from where the whole thing is going on all the time. Yeah. I'm when the I mean earlier when the show filmed, like they all lived in like a c apartment complex from yeah. like 2016 to they moved into houses yeah. like right. Right by me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm sad like... they don't live there still because I like walk down there all the time. <laughs> so. Wait, do you watch any other Bravo shows or are you a Vanderpump? Um, I did watch Beverly Hills, Housewives Beverly Hills, <laughs> but I have not watched the latest season. But now with all this shit about Kyle Richards, I'm like, I've got to jump back in. <laughs> That's eh. just like. That's the LA ecosystem telling you to do it. I would say that's like non-essential reading. Okay. Um, what do you say is the best 
the housewives that I should jump into because there's so many it's honestly overwhelming <laughs> my size today have been what do you think of Tom Schwartz yeah. <laughs> 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 um I think the best sh- the best show on Bravo in my opinion historically like obviously Real Housewives of like Atlanta they're like the best like it's yeah. like the blueprint it's like you see them and you see RuPaul's Drag Race, Drag Race early shows, and you're like, oh, this is like the blueprint for like, yeah, all what? the fucking straight people saying girlies, right? Um, <laughs> right. And so I, that's like the blueprint. Same, but then right, I think like the best show, and I've watched a lot of them, if not <laughs> all of them, is <laughs> The Real Housewives of Potomac, um, or okay. Married to Medicine. And Married to Medicine oh, is kind of like, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like um, out of nowhere for a lot of people because it's not in like the Housewives universe. And so uh-huh. it's like adjacent to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, <laughs> and the coolest, they started after Atlanta and it's based on a group of doctors and wives of doctors in the Atlanta area. Okay. And Fun. it's basically a show following seven couples and they're like, just affluent doctors and doctors' wives. And like yeah. half of the cast members are like OBGYNs or dentists, and the other half mm. are like the spouses of like emergency medicine physicians or like orthopedic surgeons. It is the best show. They've done nine seasons. There's not oh, been wow. one skip. Um, wow. Is it currently still coming out or is it old? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And like the reason why I'm plugging this for all the hot con listeners is because. <laughs> um, Ms. Phaedra Parks from Real Housewives of Atlanta is coming and starring on this next season of Married to Medicine. And she's okay. kind of like, she's like a Dorinda or like a Bethany from like okay. New York status for like Atlanta, like a fan favorite, but has Got been it. gone. For has time. been gone for, yeah, for accusing <laughs> her best friend of drugging <laughs> Portia oh. Williams and putting her in the basement. Whoa. Yeah, okay. she lied. She's a liar. <laughs> The way you're going down to Allegedly. <laughs> I don't want to get sued. <laughs> That's incredible. Okay. Okay, well, I, I will give us a shot. That sounds great. No, I, and the, honestly, the first season, I just watched it again this week because my dog was watching it when um, I was dog? running errands. Yeah, yeah. He Your likes dog to watches watch Bravo. Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be his, your dog. <laughs> his favorite show is Potomac, but he just got through all seven Cute. seasons this summer. So now we're watching Married <laughs> to Medicine. <laughs> oh my God. So when you're not home, is the dog like streaming mm-hmm. Bravo? Yeah. He's like, he's like this on the computer. <laughs> His little paws. Oh my God. What's your dog's name? Um, Supreme. Supreme? As in the Supreme. As in, we got him the day that Mary Wilson from the Supremes passed away. Oh my god, um, okay. Cute. Cute reference so throwback. We were, yeah, so we just were like, oh, this is a cute name. Um, and yeah. I don't know, he's like a corgi chihuahua. He's mix. fucking cute. I know him. I know him from he's Instagram. Cute. He's cute. He's a good boy. His her name was Taki when we got him. Taki? Yeah. And I just like didn't feel like we should like keep his name as Taki. Yeah, yeah I, get, you know? I get that. Yeah. So then we named him Supreme. Um but now think... we call him Primo, so it sounds like we're calling him cousin anyways. Oh 
it all there comes we are. full circle anyway, huh? Yeah. Um, so wait, he, I need to know more about Primo Supreme. Do people assume that it's Supreme, the like streetwear brand? When you introduce yes, him. people. <laughs> yes, yes. Which is honestly so funny for you and Lucas. I know. <laughs> it's like a mess. Like we were trying not to like be like culturally inappropriate with like calling him Taki and just like two just like white dudes and having a chihuahua, and now oh, we call him Primo God. and like yeah no oh, people God, assume it's like supreme brand especially like yeah. in the Bay where like people yeah. like are more into that. Um, but then we call him like Primo and people are like, oh, that's so cute. And we're like, no, like, it's <laughs> so funny. There's this photo yeah. on your Instagram. I was looking at your Instagram earlier, doing a little deep dive before talking. And there's one of him stretching on a yoga mat that I actually would mm-hmm. like, I want to frame it. It's mm-hmm. so cute. He does yoga. He does up down and he does down dog. <laughs> Cause Lucas does like stretching and Pilates every morning. And so oh. he'll like come out and like do it with Lucas. Um, I'm yeah, obsessed. Really I want to. I want to come to Vallejo and meet. Supreme. I know you have to. You have to. One of these. One of these weeks, months, years. Today's episode of Hot Cont is brought to you by Wise Lens. You've heard me talk about Wiselands before. They are an indie luxury beauty brand making effective, renewably sourced skincare formulas for sensitive skin. Every Wiseland product is under $35, it's made in NorCal, and it's queer and employee-owned. I personally love, love, love the Flax and Chia concentrated cream the most. I use it every morning and night before I go to bed. It's light, it hydrates my skin without feeling heavy or greasy, it's silicone-free, it's vegan, it's renewably sourced. I love it. I love their products, and I know you will too. Go to wiselens.world to check out their products. If you would like to buy something, use code CONT15, that's C-O-N-T-1-5, for 15% off today. Wait, what was it like growing up in Nevada? Well, it is interesting. Tell me about Nevada. Can you you give me a quick... Sure. Download on Nevada. Let's see. Um, so Reno specifically is an interesting mix of old kind of Western, also kind of not farm totally, but like agriculture for sure. Um, and then there is the he- – so we're 20 minutes from Tahoe. So there's a huge Tahoe overflow, which is mm-hmm. either – the wealthy people or the the outdoorsy folks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a huge outdoorsy culture, especially now. I think in this day and age, it is mostly that. And then there's mm-hmm. like the the rusty old Republican like running in through still. But there's also a really cool art scene and kind of countercultural punk scene as well. And so I grew up kind of in a cross-section of all of those three influences. And the other cool thing that's very specific to my world is that my mom is South African. And she immigrated to Reno specifically to be a showgirl because it had a little (laughs) bit of that Vegas. Wait, I'm obsessed with this story. Yes. Yes. It's a a cool story. Yeah. So my mom was kind of... recruited from South Africa to come and be the lead in this show. And it was a show that ran in Reno for 11 years. It was huge. It was like 
the biggest thing happening in Nevada wow. at the time. And fun fact, it was my this da- like downtown, like old town Reno, like yeah. where like the uh, casino, old yeah. casinos are. Yeah. So there's mm-hmm. one big casino that's now called the Grand Sierra, but it used to be called um, MGM. MGM Grand, mm-hmm. and that's where they were. And my dad at the time was like a Tahoe kind of like bum, just working as a stagehand. And mm. met my mom on the first night and gave her a tour of the place and was like just friendly and chatted her up the first <laughs> night. And um, the rest is history. She never went back to Africa. So that Aww. though, that show that they were in had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of so- of stories very similar to my mom's of all these beautiful women from different countries coming to dance here. And then they all settled here, opening dance studios or opening art businesses. They're all it's like so this weird community of like multicultural artists and dancers is what I grew up in. Um, oh, my God. I love that. That's so cool. It's uh, truly yeah. it's very transient. Very. Yes very transient but like finding your roots yeah it's that's very that's interesting wait and your mom's still there if i yeah correct right yeah so she she opened a dance studio when i was born oh my gosh yeah (laughs) it all makes sense yeah so i grew up dancing and very much that was my whole life but i also like skied and snowboard every weekend and like hiked all the time and like desert culture too because that's on you know where burning man is is right on the other side of reno and Mm -hmm. so it was like desert or mountains on the weekend lakes all around so like not nature wise it's beautiful and a wonderful place to be and culture is just kind of a really weird melting pot of a lot of different things so Mm. it's a fun place though and it's it's interesting i think right now you know i was there for a couple years again before i moved out here to la and it is it just feels kind of small in the industry of like creative marketing, mm-hmm. advertising, mm-hmm. business, et cetera. To me, it felt a little small. It is small. Um, but other than that, I do think it's a really beautiful place to live. And yeah, but yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff to do there, especially I think for young families, a lot of uh, most of my peers have moved home to raise families. So that's, that's kind of what I felt yeah. like with Reno folks yeah. is that. I've met a few different people from Reno and a lot of them have like moved back or like yeah. I met in LA and then moved back and like bought like a yeah. house or whatnot and like have their family. It's kind of like a, a running theme. It's like a joke. It's like you can leave, but we know you're going to come back. And yeah, I mean, it's true. I already went back once and I'm sure I'll go back again someday. Yeah. Wait. So how are you liking living in Los Angeles? I love it. Personally, <gasps> I am like a moth to the flame. I was so scared when you when you gave me that look. I was like, "Wait, no, no, no! I love it." I need am... to talk shit. Uh, no, I. There was always a part of me that wanted to live here, and I I like being where stuff's happening. Especially, I think being from Reno, my whole life, I like knew I wanted to be outside of it. I wanted to be doing something where people were like in the culture, like with the shit that I'm watching and the stuff that I'm hearing about, I want to be there. And I feel that mm-hmm. I finally at 33, I'm like in the place where stuff is happening and it feels really fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm like doing fun stuff with my career and it's all does feel relative to being in a city where that energy is mm-hmm. uh, normalized and, you know, so I'm enjoying yeah, it it's... a lot. 
And I think that's like the thing, the magic of cities that like outside looking in, you don't realize that there's like a rhythm and that like once you're like in it, it's like you, you can only really have that like world that you built in like that city at that like point of time. And I think like a lot of times like that's hard to understand. Totally. (laughs) Because there's like, yeah, it's whether it's like New York or San Francisco or yeah. Chicago or whatever it is Detroit like there's so there's like there's something about the cities and like bringing about like so many people and being like in yeah. it it's, I I love being in the city and it's I would say that's like the hardest part about being in Vallejo for me mm-hmm. um is like we're still like a 25 minute drive from like downtown San Francisco so like mm-hmm. we're like in the city I guess and like saying that to someone from like LA it's like eye roll because everything's like a (laughs) 15 to 25 minute drive right yeah um but like that's like the hardest part for me is Lucas and I like lived in like the center of like San Francisco Uh. and like just like the people and I'm such an introvert um on my day-to-day life that I like like the passive interactions with people versus like the just being around people, not having to actually mm-hmm. totally be involved with mm-hmm. them. I totally yeah, get I, that. I miss that. I miss that about the city. But then the other cool thing is like, or and public transit. I just love yeah. public transit. Yeah. I'm like, I never want to drive. I hate driving. I'm scared of it. <laughs> yeah, I, to- I totally get that. I, and that's one thing I don't like about LA is the lack of public transit and the the driving I've never yeah. driven so much in my life and that's hard oh yeah I bet yeah especially being from Reno I bet yeah. it wasn't that necessary no um, I barely to too far no, yeah yeah no, it's so small that you go drive two minutes to get somewhere or walk you know literally yeah so, that's been the biggest adjustment but driven uh-oh <laughs> it's time for some more iced tea <laughs> you know what you know what you know what time it is this will wake this will help what is the time it is time for what are you hot for and what are you not for? Connor, are you ready? Oh, oh my gosh. Yes, always. I'm so excited. Okay, Wait, let's do you see. go first or do no, I go you, first? No, you're going to go first. You're going to take the floor. Okay, ready? Okay. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll give you a drum roll. What are you hot for and go. Hello. I am hot <laughs> for feet. What? <laughs> I think that. Our lazy asses need to start moisturizing our feet like we're moisturizing our lazy asses and our faces. Oh, okay. Let me tell you, I'm hot for feet because <laughs> a lot of your health concerns, if you just looked at your feet, you'd be like, mm, I'm dehydrated. Mm, oh. I need to touch grass or like, mm, I need like water. I need to um, touch grass. Mm, I need to lotion my cuticles like... I need a whatever. Yeah, okay. So I'm here for feet care specifically. Um, yeah. So just like tonight in the shower, especially um, my demographic, um, well, minus like, I'm going to expand my demographic, which is okay. like 24 to 44 year olds. Okay. Um, men, look at your feet. Because mm. I find that a lot of men don't know how to care for their feet. Yes. Uh, I see so, that as well. My number one tip is shower, mm. suds, mm. and then put lotion on your feet and put on a sock and go to sleep. Mm. Because overnight, your feet will be so smooth. And by the next morning, you'll look hot. Wow. And then I will be hot <laughs> for your foot. 
this went such a different direction than I thought. When you opened with I'm into feet, I was like, okay, you're way to go straight into your kink. I'm amazing. Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm, vulnerable mm -hmm. of you. But I get what you're saying. I mean, also this maybe was a powerful it. message. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just worried. I'm worried about... I'm worried about men. I'm worried about... <laughs> I'm worried about what's happening from their knees down. Because when I see a I, man's foot that has unkept toe, toenails, I like actually could throw up. And like, here's the thing. I'm not shaming anybody for having cracked heels or like corns or like, I was going to be a, a fucking podiatrist. That's wow. how much I love feet. Um, wow, okay. Yeah. I, I literally dropped out. Well, I said I wasn't going two weeks before going to be a doctor. Oh my gosh. <laughs> was, that's a whole nother story. Yeah. Um, and so just like lotion them, like, it's okay. Don't be embarrassed. If you like have a wart moment, like maybe talk to your doctor about that. Sure. Like, don't be embarrassed and like shove it in your shoe. If you have athlete's foot, talk to your doctor. Sounds like Wiseland's needs to come out with a foot product. I know. Honestly, <laughs> first things first, we just like need to like post on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> One thing, thing at a time. Yeah. Like respond to my email. <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny. Hey, I'm horrible at emails, so no shame there. Okay. Well, that was an incredible hot. What are you not for? Okay. I am not. <laughs> I, I, I can't wait. No, no. This one's a little... I also have another one I'm hot for. I, well, next oh, time. Oh, oh no, 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 no. Um, Do it. Let's go. No, no. It's so specific. <laughs> I'm, re I, I'm ready. Okay. I, like, kind of want to, like... I want the girlies to get, like, a little bit fired up. Like, I want to, okay. like, piss a few people off. And so, I like, love that. I am here for Illinois Governor Pritzker. I think he looks like a meatball. He okay. looks like if Donald Trump actually had money, he's a Democrat. <laughs> I think that he should run against Joe Biden. <laughs> okay, hold on. Chicago this is going to trigger all of the gays. Or Illinois. Illinois is... Governor Pritzker. I'm so Here's sorry. Here's why. I don't know who this is. Oh, he, he does look like a meatball. Oh, my God. He, he looks like Tony Soprano. And wow. I'm convinced that's the only people, person that, like, straight women like is like people like sony tony soprano he's rich yeah and he and he's under the age of 60 he's got kind of a nice smile it's kind of derpy but it's kind of <laughs> nice <laughs> no no honestly i was gonna do a full like hot i was gonna do a full hot for like pritzker the only reason i'm bringing him up is because he, i want like i want some of the gays to like start like let's like think critically about like politics and like, let's start having like fun conversations about like, wow, this guy's like a two term successful governor who's like progressive and like independently uh -huh. successful and uh -huh. like could absolutely body slam Donald Trump. <laughs> oh my God. He could <laughs> flatten him. You know what I mean? I'm just like, let's like start picking like better, like happier warriors. I love that message. I love and that message. So wait, from... why do you think people are going to be mad about this message? Cause right now you've got me sold so easily. Because I, I was, I can't be mean. I just think <laughs> people like are so scared. I'm afraid that we're, and this is, we're like, maybe I'll come back in like one year on hot cont and we'll talk politics because it'll be election season. That'd be fun. I just got like a really weird feeling where like in 2016, where every, not everybody, but like a lot of like people in the community were like, oh, like Hillary is going to be president. And like, mm -hmm. of course it is because like, no sane person i'm getting that energy and i'm like yeah. a very intuitive person right now uh -huh. and i'm like i'm getting that vibe of like deja vu 
And it's like, why mm. wouldn't we like, isn't like the point of like democracy to like debate and exchange ideas and like mm-hmm. see like who's the best option to carry like the ideas forward are. And like, and I think this is controversial because most people are like, Joe Biden is the only candidate. He's like our president. I'm like, no, God, that's not how I feel. Mama, no. Yeah. Mama, no. And so I wish I okay. should have came in with that. I should have came in with like a fully formed like political opinion. But no, this is this like is a, a really good like salting. Um, okay. And like you said, let's bring you back when it's in season and let's do a full <laughs> political watch. Let's come in with both wear suits wait, wait, and ties. Suit. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll, wait, wait. I'm gonna have my. I'm gonna like have my iPad and I'll be like, and yes. here <laughs> referencing with notes. Okay, wait. That's That'd actually be fun. fun. Okay, this is cool. Planting the seed. Um, Okay, so what am I not here for? Yeah, okay, so now what are you not for? I'm not for more. Like, the more Mm. is more philosophy. We talked Mm -hmm. about it earlier. Um, Your friend who had that great question about, like, is it, like, good to be consistent? Is it good to Mm -hmm. use, like, expensive products? I just, like, let's think about, like, less. Like, one, it's going to be, like, less things for you to buy, less for you things to, like, even, like, put in your brain and, like, burn brain cells on. So, like, you're already yeah. smarter with less. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm hot for – or I'm not hot. <laughs> I'm hot for less. I'm not for more. Yes, um, yes. And so, especially with, like, the TikTok girlies and, like, just the whole, like, beauty scheme of, like – I'm going to like make this video of me like using this product or I'm like going to like buy this product and, or like get this product free from this brand. And it's like a whole ecosystem that's truly just fed by these brands that are funded by like dark money venture capitalists that are yeah. out of Japan, AKA SoftBank, which is like middle East funded money, which okay. we can like talk about too. And so I'm like, just not hot for like this whole ecosystem. Let's just like be nice, yeah. be real, not like try too hard. And like less is more, less is more. <laughs> wow beautiful statement beautiful I I, we'll I'm, see i'm with you on that message kind of across the board across the board less is more right yeah i'm just like let's like just start like thinking a little bit more critically yeah yeah that too let's turn our brains what about on. you what are you hot for okay so i have two pretty specific things today okay i and these are like pop culture things mm-hmm. oh i didn't yeah no, you're are... less fine. No, stop it. Thank you. Sorry, sorry. You... This is very Midwest of me. I do you... not need this compliment. <laughs> you are here to speak on behalf of your culture, and and you did that. You brought <laughs> stuff you. that I would never think of on my own. So, Governor you. Pritzker is my culture. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm obsessed. <laughs> so embarrassing no it's not it's i don't know incredible. like a hot, we need a hot bear to take care of yeah us. i mean meatball for president i'm I ready I hope let's that's, yeah, make, let's make some stickers and shirts now let's get ahead of it literally like literally he looks like just an absolute guy that would just take control <laughs> mama take control okay whoa whoa sorry my music okay so that's what i'm my the one thing i'm hot for i'm gonna do one and two one okay the TikTok trend right now that's to that CeeLo Green song, that dance. I have not been this excited about a TikTok dance in the whole time TikTok's been around. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, that's totally fair. There's a name for it, but I don't know what it's... I, I forget. But um, are you familiar with the song? Can you pull up the audio? No. Yes, What I is can. the song? I, can, I mean, I could literally recite his discography, probably. You're serious? 
I could probably say is like first five singles because that's embarrassing. That's incredible. Okay, here, I'll play it right now. <laughs> yes. Look how cute those boys are. See, that's what I can't with TikTok. <laughs> like, I'm going to need less from all of them. Like, go touch grass and, like, go look under a microscope. I okay, well, hold on. I need to tell you why sorry. I'm hot for them. Oh, yeah, sorry. That's I'm okay. Sh- I'm sh- you yuck, just... you're young. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm aligned with you saying they need to touch grass. We all do. But as far as a TikTok dance goes, and specifically those boys, let me give a shout out to his at, which is... Um, at nonchalant dot many. This boy, I his his feed is actually so insane. It's just like a, a million a million videos of him doing the same dances over and over and over again, always with his friends. But they're just like these really gorgeous, hot, cute young boys. I shouldn't say hot. They're cute. <laughs> They're like 18, okay? Maybe, I don't know. But (laughs) (laughs) their dancing is hot. This is me saying what I'm hot for, so I think I'm allowed to say it's Mm. hot, right? Mm. Totally. Mm. Justifying my freaky statement. Mm -hmm. The dance itself, so fun. I've been trying to do it at home, and I feel like I... (laughs) I think I, when I'm doing any kind of dance, I feel like I look like this kid in my head. I think he embodies <laughs> like a swag and a confidence that I feel like I have, but yes. I actually don't look anything like him. So I think that's why I like it. He scratches and tickles a part of my brain that... Um, I love that. that. I love that. The song and the dance. Now, this ties into my next thing I'm hot for. That song is CeeLo Green and Timbaland. Timbaland. I've always been hot for, and he is back with Nelly Furtado. They just released a new single, and it's good, and I just ah. could not be happier that ah. the two of them are in a studio together. What's it called? Um, Raise Me Up, I think. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, Covered to be Josh Groban. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's shit. That's not right. <laughs> <You're>... <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> I could. <laughs> Oh, Shit's my God. weird. We're in a weird phase right now. Keep, keep going up. That's what it is. Not, okay. ra- not raise me up. <laughs> Anyways, they Timbaland and Nelly Furtado are like my favorite duo of all time in the pop space. Mm-hmm. They're back. Justin Timberlake's on this track, which is the three of them have been on a track together before. Give it to me. Let me shout out to like 2003. Maybe yes. 2007. But- I don't know. Mm-hmm. I would have been in high school decorating the homecoming. Um, auditor- I was going to say the event venue. It was the cafeteria. <laughs> <laughs> I also in 2007 Gay. would have been doing Gay. the exact same thing. Yeah, got it. Got it. Leadership, student of- council, oh, baby. Literally, the only affirmation, <laughs> positive affirmation, student uh- council. <laughs> so true okay so anyways listen to that track when we're done what What i'm not not for for. this is also super specific and super pop culture but um and honestly kind of dumb to say but i (laughs) have seen on my whole hot cont feed is very celebrity news focused because that's the algorithm that i have captivated curated curated thank you that's the word um and every single swipe this week for the for a few days has been 
Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner breaking up because she's an alcoholic and she parties too hard. And it's like all these scandalous bullshit headlines. And I'm like, leave them the fuck alone. This is old news, I know, but it's like so insane and so sensationalized and so you can just tell it's bullshit like these stories mm -hmm. that they're making up about each of them it's like please can we just like leave people alone it's giving at giving pr firm it's giving totally. pr it really is it's and i just get boring boys from new jersey yeah it's true and it's i too just bad like, I am sad, just like anybody, you know, it's sad to see people divorce. It's sad to see people divorce in public. But I just am like, God, stop fucking making these crazy allegations about people that we have no business knowing in the first place. Yeah, yeah. I would say, once again, touch grass. Like, that's literally everything. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> No, it's... I'm obsessed. I I'm, think the title I, of the app is going to be Touch Grass. Well, just, like, go out and touch grass because here's the deal. Uh, we aren't, like, not meant to be this, like... You aren't, like... You shouldn't know that, like, I want Governor Pritzker to be, like, president in a year from now. Like, we know too much shit about each other. That's uh, yeah. so personal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Do but... you want me to redact it from the podcast? <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> like I had put my heart on my sleeve. Um, no, but just genuinely, I think I've been, I've just been, I don't know, I've been looking at just people that I find success, successful and inspirational in like the creative world. And I think of like Frank Ocean, mm. or I think of like a designer, uh, James Flemons, who's like an LA designer, Flemons. And I... And they're like very specific people because they like have their creative process and they go out and they disappear and they like don't need to be plugged into like yeah. every bullshit, like trend yeah. or comment or whatnot. And I think like in certain circumstances, like it's like totally okay to like not have like an opinion on X, Y, and Z. And right. it's okay to like, just like not look at your phone for a few days. And I think like we're getting to the point now where like, that's like crazy. And I'm like, mm, mama, that can't be crazy. You need to touch no. grass. I couldn't agree more. I'm trying so hard to figure out how to reduce my screen time, reduce my phone time. It's a topic that I talk about on here constantly. I just, it's a weird thing. And it's even weird for me mm -hmm. having a podcast where I'm talking about pop culture all the time. It's like, I'm part of this problem. Like, I need to touch grass. But... Yes, but I think like, yes and no, though, because like, like the mpc people like on tiktok like no yeah, like the 500 people like watching your video giving you like five cents like or whatever <laughs> like that's like not like gonna like <laughs> save your future and like make and yeah. like and i just like there's times when it can serve you and there's times when it doesn't and i also like struggle with this like i should be online way more with like the type of business that i'm in and the type of work that i do but i'm just not because sometimes it's like okay to like mm -hmm. quote unquote miss out on something because you aren't actually missing out you're like right. actually taking things in in the real world right um, right so and like you're run a podcast like you run a social like it's normal for you to be online right i think it's just like when it becomes like a relentless like obsession it's like mm, yeah i don't think so constantly trying to monitor that line for myself so mm -hmm. yeah well <laughs> on that on that note, thanks for sharing all your opinions online today. <laughs> oh.
Oh no, I hope I didn't come in too hot. <laughs> no, I I like it. It's not too hot. It's a, it's a good conversation. No, I mean, and honestly, I like literally couldn't care less about anything. Like, <laughs> that's <laughs> mostly I... it's like as long as like people are happy and healthy and like taking care of themselves. Like, Mama, yeah. do you like that happens and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the world? I admire is... that. It's like a raw deal right now, this, <laughs> the world that we're in. So it's like, yeah, it's get through crazy. however you can get through. True Whether that. that's with TikTok or barefooted on the grass. Or foot creaming at night. Ooh, <laughs> foot cream. <laughs> well, okay. Connor, thank you so much. This has been so, so, thank so you. fun. It was so fun. I think you're an angel. Oh, my God. I <laughs> will receive that, but my Midwest compliment callus rejects it <laughs> i yeah whatever that's fine that's your culture i won't speak to it but tr- thank oh. you for trying to accept it <laughs> oh this is so fun thank you so much and like yes. honestly uh thank you for doing this podcast you have i like it was it was fun i uh your like non-alcoholic beverage mm. conversation like i loved that one i was yeah. i recently have been like a sober girly and it's like cool. i loved that whole conversation from both yeah that was a great views. one so yeah it's really fun you're doing great great stuff so thank you for having me thank you i'm so honored to be oh here. my gosh it was so fun and thank you for sponsoring hot cont that is the biggest deal that so that means the world to me and of i course. hope that We're everyone honored. listening gives it a check out follow that instagram why don't you plug the instagram yeah um so thank you all uh you can go ahead and follow us at wiselands.world uh so just wiselands.world um and yeah and then our website is the exact same thing you go to www.wiselands.world we have three products out right now a cleanser cream and a special like rice micro exfoliator but um if you check back in two weeks we're releasing our newest product mm, that's right and it's going to be our first treatment and yeah it's going to be really really good so yeah keep an eye out for us online and then hopefully we'll be in stores soon near yes. you yes 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 and i can vouch wholeheartedly 100 percent honest i love the products and you will too mm, that's my so attempt much. at being a saleswoman um do you want anyone Uh, to follow your personal do you want to throw that in too sure if you want to um it's just connor wise um and i think underscore maybe in there or dot in there but you'll find me i'll pop up and (laughs) and i'll tag you um, how about that and i'll be i'm I'm around and if you guys ever need anything or have questions or like want to chat skincare just um let me know in the messages um like i said we're just making like a truly like we're organically building this skincare community and brand and business with like a vision for like much bigger, uh, wider audience. And so we're excited to like continue doing that over the next couple of years. Yeah. Hell yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Connor. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you.